Welcome to the Become New Podcast with John Ortberg, where you'll find 10-minute teachings Monday through Friday to help you grow spiritually one day at a time. For more resources, check out our website, becomenew.com. There you can sign up for the emails that go along with each video, as well as access our entire library of over 400 videos covering a variety of topics about spiritual life and growth. If you need prayer, please let us know by texting your request to 855-888-0444. We would love to pray for you. Now here's John. I want to talk to you today about what you treasure. Because we are treasuring creatures. What would you like to treasure? We are uh, the fellowship of the withered hand. That name comes from a story where Jesus was talking with a man and commanded him to do the one thing that he could not do. And in the man's shame and inadequacy, grace came to him. And so it is with us. I can't. God can. I think I'll let him. And the deep part of the truth of our lives is our hearts get wrapped around treasures. Um, a basic human problem is disordered treasures. We cannot stop ourselves from treasuring. Uh, sometimes it will be a little object like this one. I think this is a little cloth superhero, probably cost a dollar to make and sold for 10 or 15. But it's the kind of thing where some child will end up for God knows why treasuring this little cloth in such a deep way that a parent who loves that tri- tr- child will come to treasure uh, this little object just because the child does and the parent treasures the child and the parent will keep this wrapped away safe in a box for decades. So this is from the Divine Conspiracy, uh, Dallas Willard's book on page 203. I invite you to think today about what do you treasure? What would you like to treasure? What will you choose to treasure today? Because treasuring gets deeply into the notion of having a kingdom, a range where our will is effective and where we count. Jesus teaches us about our treasures. Treasures are things we try to keep because of a value we place upon them. They may be of no value whatsoever in themselves. Nevertheless, we take great pains to protect such things. We are said to treasure them. For example, we may have a safe at home. Isn't that an interesting word for a box? It's just a box, but we call it a safe. Because for our lives to flourish, we must have some assurance that what we treasure will be kept safe. That's a hard thing in this world. There's not a box strong enough. Of course, Dallas goes on, we may treasure things other than material goods. For example, our reputation, our relationship to another person, security of our school or business or country. The most important commandment of the Judeo-Christian tradition is to treasure God and treasure God's realm more than anything else. That's what it is to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. It is to make you God my treasure, to hold him dear, to protect and aid him in his purposes. Our only wisdom, safety, and fulfillment lies in so treasuring God. Then we will also treasure our neighbors rightly as he treasures them. Everyone has treasures. This is an essential part of what it is to be human. 
To have nothing that one treasures is to be in a non-human condition, and nothing degrades people more than to scorn or destroy or deprive them of their treasures. Indeed, merely to pry into what one's treasures are is a severe intrusion. There was a book later made into a movie called Remains of the Day, and one scene in it that is just heartrending, where uh, Mr. Stevens is with Miss Kenton, and there is a deep and unspoken love between them, and he is unable to break through his reserve. And he's holding a book; it's his day off, and she starts teasing him about what that book might be and wanting to see it, and she says. Uh, Mr. Stevens, are you reading a racy book? And he retreats to a corner of the room. It's just、uh, anguishing to watch. And she keeps moving closer, prying into his treasure, and finally pries the book out of his hands and looks at it. And this look of surprise and something like disappointment comes over his her face. No, it's not a racy book at all. It's just an old sentimental book. And then you see this、uh, look of deep embarrassment come over his face.、Uh, for some reason, he did not want people to know of the vulnerability of his heart. He prized appearing to be competent and always in command, and for someone else to know, based on his treasure and the nation of the nature of his heart, his vulnerability, the tenderness of it, his longing to feel deeply. Uh, was a matter of deep pain to him, and so part of what we're called to do in honoring each other's kingdoms is to respect one another's treasures, because it's a deep part of what it means to be human.、Uh, Dallas goes on. A main part of intimacy between two persons is precisely mutual knowledge of their treasures. Treasures are directly connected to our spirit or our will, and thus to our dignity as persons. It is, for example, very important for parents to respect the to respect the treasure space of children. It lies right at the center of a child's soul, and great harm can be done if it is not respected and even fostered. He goes on. When our son John Samuel was a little boy, he had a stuffed animal that he called Sleepy Dog. You can easily imagine what it looked like. He kept it near him at play and slept with it right beside him. Over time, it became emaciated and threadbare. His mother cleaned the repairs best she could, but I, in my infinite wisdom, of which I had so much more when I was younger, eventually decided that Sleepy Dog must be replaced. So we obtained another little stuffed animal, and Sleepy Dog disappeared. John never really accepted the replacement, and in his gentle spirit, he grieved for his little stuffed friend for a long time. Of course, there was no really good reason why he couldn't have kept them. People in concentration camps and those homeless folks who come to live on the streets go to great lengths and even risk their lives to hold on to things that may simply be ridiculous to others. None of them is without some treasure. It will be perhaps a photo, or old letter, or some ornament or trinket. We reveal what our treasures are, are by what we try to protect, secure, and keep. Sometimes our treasures are totally worthless to other people. Sometimes they are not. That, of course, is the case with money, wealth, material goods. 
To discuss our treasures is really to discuss our treasurings. We are not to pass it off as dealing merely with external goods, which are non-spiritual. It is to deal with the fundamental structure of the soul. It has to do precisely with whether the life that we're living now in this physical material realm really is a material one. So three categories of treasure. There are noble treasures to treasure God above all because God is worth treasuring. And then there are um, gratuitous treasures to wrap my heart around um, sleepy dog, some object or a song, something that doesn't have great intrinsic value, but it becomes an object of my heart's desire in a way that is beautiful. And we love that about people. We love that in little children. But then there are disordered treasurings. When I come to be too attached to money and rest my security in it. One of the things that I have had to learn is to let go of treasuring my reputation. And in doing that, in many ways, uh, that was kind of forced by a situation, there was a great freedom that comes on the other side of ceasing to treasure a disordered attachment. So, uh, here are the thoughts for today. Number one, treasure your life. Treasure each moment. Treasure a meal that you have with a friend. Treasure a piece of music that you love. Treasure the sky or a tree or what it is that God has created. Number two, don't treasure your life. And by that I mean don't clutch onto, don't remain attached to that which is not worth treasuring. Don't treasure your money. Be grateful for it. Use it well, be generous with it, don't treasure it. Don't treasure power. Don't treasure your ego. Don't treasure how you look. Don't treasure trying to appear successful in the eyes of others. Don't treasure your life. Number three, treasure God. Uh, I can seek to direct my treasuring onto what is worth it. God above all, God Thank you that you made me and that you love me and that you're with me and that you guide me and that Jesus is my friend who gave his life for me so that I might treasure him and you and the cross and the message. Treasure God and then treasure people. Treasure people because God treasure, treasures people. God treasures us because we were treasured by Jesus. And it is the case with every person that the day will come when I will no longer be able to treasure them. And I was thinking yesterday about someone I would love to treasure, but eventually through death or loss of another kind, that opportunity is lost. While it's here, tell them, love them, reach out to, for, uh, to them, touch them, care for them, treasure people. Have second thoughts about today's treasure.